Hey, welcome to the Rally Point Men's Ministry, where the integrity of men matters. We welcome you to today's broadcast, and we look forward to coming to you each and every week that we may speak to you and encourage the men of God. Be strong, stand strong, and see God work in your lives. Now let's welcome Pastor West and the men of Rally Point as they talk this week about their topic. God bless you. Amen. 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 So today I want to I want to uh, talk to you guys about um, our second attitude, which is uh, virtue of com- virtue of compassion, right? And it's blessed are they who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Right. And and this uh, idea of mourning, it's not like what we would believe it or think it to be as uh, like mourning over uh, a sickness or a death. Um, but this is a, a mourning over sin. This is a mourning. Those are this is blessed are they who mourn over their sins, who mourn um, because they realize that they've fallen short. Right. That they haven't uh, that they don't have what it takes, basically, um, to serve and to um, honor a loving God, right? And 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 we've we've connected this virtue to the virtue of compassion, right? Um, and and even now, more so than ever, uh, in these dark times, how in the world can a man have compassion in this time? You know, how in the world can we show the world compassion? When the world shows us no compassion And it, it just seems like when, when times get dark That uh, Compassion goes out the window Right It becomes about me first and my family And we lose sight Of The sacrifice of uh, Christ We lose sight That you know Our sins are forgiven You know and we were shown compassion Right in a in a dark time, right? There was no darker time than when Christ uh, was crucified and died on the cross, and we were shown compassion in a dark time, you know. And now we're expected to show compassion um, in these dark times. So how do we do that, guys? How do we do that? I, I, just, I just want to have a conversation with you this morning. What does that look like? How do we do that? Um, before we even can get there, though. Let's just let's just hash out and talk out this bit about compassion. What is it to you? What does it mean to be compassionate to you? It means to be sensitive, uh, Pastor Wes. Yeah. To other people's uh, needs and uh, situation, you know. Be compassionate. Yep. To people's needs and situations. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I believe in compassion. that says that we should give. Give to things. I mean, right now you can't even get close to anybody. So uh, giving is a, is, a, is a sign of compassion. Oh, man. All right. Yep. Giving. Giving is a sign of compassion. You know, all right. Go ahead. Anybody else? Anybody else got an idea? Do you want to chime in? Compassion. You know what I think about? Um, I, I think... would say compassion, uh, Pastor West. To me, compassion is uh, the definition of Christ himself. I mean, treating others as you would want to be treated, loving your neighbor as yourself, uh, giving before receiving, 
all of the things that encompass Jesus Christ himself, his compassion, because that's all he was. He defines what what compassion is. Amen. 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 So true. So true. How about uh, uh, maybe uh, putting uh, my needs instead of somebody else's first? Mm. Yeah. Oh, this John Martino. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, John. He's jumping around. Yeah. Yeah. So let me let me read this let me read this to you guys, and then um then we'll we'll, we'll kind of go from there, right? So. The person that mourns is the one who recognizes that he is a, a sinner before God. Such a person mourns over his various sins because he recognizes that not only do his sins greatly hurt our Heavenly Father, he also realizes that he is empty and of righteousness and does not even begin to des- deserve salvation and the joys of heaven. This miserable but repentant sinner realizes that only through the grace of, of God does he have forgiveness and salvation. Jesus says that such a person is blessed, and there is no greater blessing than to receive such a divine approval. Those who are blessed in this way by God will see God and dwell with him forever. All right, so do you mourn for many of your sins that you've committed? Absolutely. Mm. I mean, you know, I think we realize, or, or, or for the most part, I, I think that we know when we've sinned, for the most part, right? I mean, yeah. There might be those. There might be those sins that um, that that we committed that we're unaware of because we're just so oblivious to them. Um, but for the most part, we we know the sins that we commit. You know, do we do we mourn over them? Do we? And, and I mean, and see that whole thing of mourning. It it it, it relates to the heart, right? Um, yeah. Not that I'm not that I'm just I'm I'm I'm, I'm sad because hey I I. I Yelled at my wife, or I swore, or I, you know, um, uh, look, watch pornography, or, or or something. Not that, you know, not that I'm I'm just upset or, or disappointed, but that in my heart, you know, I'm I'm really mournful. Yeah. Right. In my heart, I'm I'm really, you know, um, just put out because I know that I've disappointed God. You know, that's that's the morning that that we're talking about here. See, and the reason why we have to hit that morning like that, understand that really good is because if we can't get there, if we can't understand what that morning means and, and how that how that uh, affects us and how that affects God, then there's no way that we can be compassionate. You know, there's no way because, you know, um, for us to get to that place means that we understand that God himself was in that place, right? And he had compassion for us, right? Um, and, and the only way that I can have compassion for my brothers, for my uh, sisters, for my family, is if I realize, one, that I've fallen short, that I've missed it, that I'm a miserable wretch. Does that make sense? Nailing him to the cross, he was, you know, 
forgive them for they know not what they do. It's like, I, I don't know if I could do, if I could be that good a Christian yet. But, but uh, you know, that, that just shows me, you know, that, that I think is like the utmost compassion. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look at look at Peter. He got crucified upside down because he thought he wasn't worthy of being crucified like Jesus. Hmm. Was it not uh, Stephen as they were stoning him, and he looked yeah. up into the heavens right. and he said, "Lord, forgive them." Yeah. Forgive them. Right. Yeah. Forgive them. Um, you know that whole that 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 uh, those words that Jesus said. You know, forgive them for they know not what they do. All right. Um, you know, for us, for us, it might be tough to say that because I might think that they know what they're doing. Right? They, right. they know when they're when they're coming against yeah. me. Right? They they know when I'm in the supermarket and you know there's only two rolls of toilet paper left, and someone comes up and takes both rolls when they you know know somebody else might need a, a roll of toilet paper. You know what I mean? You know, it sounds sounds crazy, but but showing compassion in that moment. Right, saying, "Hey, you know what? There's just two left. There's no more left in the store. I'm gonna take one because I know somebody else might need one." Yeah. Right. Yeah. But is that really a true compassion, Pastor Wes? If it's coming from the heart, I believe it is, John. I believe yeah, it is. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah, I would say that. That uh, stuff like that has happened to me before. <laughs> there was a. Um, there was a. There was a lady in our church, I won't say the name, but she said that she was in the store when this all first happened, and um, she was going to go buy, there was two packs of chicken on in the store, right, left, and uh, there was a, a guy there, and so the guy picked up one of the packs of chicken, and she picked up the other pack, and the guy turned around and just snatched the pack of chicken right out of her hands, right? Now is that is that compassion? No, I, I would say that's not compassion. That's so, so that's the opposite of compassion, right? That was compassion. That was compassion on that was compassion on her part. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for not freaking out, right? And and getting the fisticuffs in the store. Right? Compassion on her part. I mean, how many of us would have been able to to, to stand our ground on that one and not do anything, you know? That's a tough one. Say, I didn't want chicken anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Johnny. Steak. Yeah. <laughs> my, my best friend, my best friend Smith and Wesson wanted it really bad, though. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, you can you can see right. You can see how you know um, as times get uh, worse, right? As um, the struggle gets worse, whether it's, whether it's a pandemic, right. Or whether it's just in our personal lives, right. As things get worse, um, our compassion goes out of the window, right. Because you know why? Because we shift from, you know, it's easy, it's easy to, uh, to, to share. It's easy to believe in my fellow man. It's easy to, uh, to have compassion for my fellow man when everything is going well. Yeah, that's, that's right. Fact. Yeah. But when when yeah. when struggle comes, when uh, when so darkness I, hits, right? Yeah. That goes out the window, and it, and we revert to this 
self thing. We revert to this. It's about yeah, me, yeah. and it's about you know minds versus yeah. everything else. When we serve a God who did not do that, no. right? We serve a God who didn't do that. We serve a God who, even though the times were dark, even though uh, the struggle was hard and intense, right? He still was compassionate for us. He still forgave us our sins. Yeah. He still uh, gave us, showed us mercy, right? Yeah. Well, that's just it. We seem to give one honor of our abundance. When we have an abundance, we give we give a lot. Let's see how much we give when we're broke or we don't have nothing. Huh. Like, like the good lady that gave a, a couple of pennies. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you guys this. Um, how does how does compassion and forgiveness relate to each other? Pastor Donovan, I know you got some thoughts. You're being quiet over there. Yeah, can we have one without the other? We have to be honest with ourselves on who we are without Jesus hmm. to have compassion and forgiveness. Hmm. Right, it, exactly. It's it's like we have to be mindful of our unworthiness. And, and the only thing that makes us worthy is the fact that we, you know, or I shouldn't say what separates us from one person to, to the next is is realizing that I'm not worthy, but because of Christ, he, he makes me worthy. Um, you know, but yeah, I, I have to have that level of understanding of that is that if it was not for Christ, then I am, and, and you already said it past to us, you know, it's the same realization that, that, uh, I believe it was Paul had, you know, he's like, I'm a wretch. Uh. Amen. 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 Yeah, you know, I think we, we have to we have to continue, you know, because what happens is I think we get fooled, right? Um, we start doing well. Uh, we stop thinking and believing that we're actually good Christians. Right. <laughs> and uh, and we get we get lost, you know, and, and that yeah. that wretch of a man that we all are is just hiding under the surface, you know, right. just that's, waiting that's for the right opportunity. Yeah, and that's what I call, you know, being on autopilot. And for for a lot of us as Christians, we 
you, we get into the groove of Christianity, and in doing so, we're no longer having to rely on on God to live saved. You know, um, you know, once I've kicked my habits, once I've overcome my habits, and I don't have to pray for God to release me from you know, the snares and so forth and so on. And, and I'm reading my Bible and I'm, you know, I'm listening to worship music and all of these things. I'm, I'm not as reliant upon God as someone who's got these addictions. True. You know, someone who, who has addictions or, or things, you know, snares. For someone who has those things and contends with them every day, they're praying earnest prayers for, for God to, to, you know, release them, to take it away. You know, but me, I mean, I've been saved for, for more than half my life. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I have to be mindful and, and do things to make sure that I am not on autopilot. Amen. I'm not praying the same Amen. prayer. You know, because a lot of times... I, I treat my relationship with with God just like I treat my relationship with my wife. You know, mm-hmm. next month we'll be married for thirty one years. Awesome! And, Congratulations. You know, yeah. I have to I have to make sure that the the same things I do to to get my wife are the things that I have to do to keep my wife. Amen. You know, and so it's the same thing with with God and our relationship with God. You know. I can't just pray a prayer just because it's time to pray. Mm. You know, prayers must come from a from a and sincere place because as long as I am ever mindful of the fact that every day I need Jesus, every Hallelujah. day I need God, you know, as long as I'm mindful of that and, and, and the fact is that if he were to turn his face from me but an inch, I would just be, I would be wrecked. Yep. So, yeah. you know, if I can keep that particular, you know, mindset and, and that type of drive that every day I want to please God, mm. every day I want to do something that, that, that God will, will just smile upon me. And then, we, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll always have that compassion because, you know, we realize, but for the grace of God, you know, it could be us. Amen. Or you know, I could be yeah. in that situation. I could go, yeah. you know, I could have been, you know, someone in the hospital. I could, you know, so it's like, keep that in your spirit every day. And that keeps you humble. Amen. 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 Yeah, I have to, I have to remind myself all the time on, you know, that, that guy that I used to be, you know, and, and, you know, and how he saved me, right? Absolutely. And, and when he saved me and, and he started to change me, right, it didn't take away that guy because that guy's still there. As much as I love that guy to be gone forever, right? He, and, and, you know, and, and, and his, his other thing is, is we can become something worse than that guy, right? We always, yeah. we always, we always kind of are worried. We always, like, um, are, are, are afraid or, or, or we... Um, we lose it, the fact, when we're actually in those places where, uh, like Pastor Donovan said, where we're um, in the sin or we're um, in the struggle, right? And we're praying that earnest prayer, right? Actually, 
you know, in a lot of t- a lot of instances, we're in a good place to be honest with you. You know, because we're honestly we're being honest with God, we're being honest with ourselves. You know, and and right. God is is quick to respond to us when we're in those places. Versus the guy that's you know, hey, I'm a good Christian, I do everything, I don't need to pray as much, I don't need to do this, and you kind of lose your way, and we can exactly. become something worse than that guy on the other end of it. You know, something outside of God, actually. You know what I mean? If we're not careful. Even the scriptures, you know, the scriptures, God said, I wish that you would be either hot or cold. Yeah. Amen. Because what's in the middle of that is, you know, he's like, I'll spit it out my mouth. That's, it's, I don't yeah. want lukewarm. Amen. You know, yeah, lukewarm, yeah. <laughs> Amen. In other words, get out of your comfort zone. Amen. Exactly. Amen. And, and you know, as, as, as we were forgiven, a great debt, right? None of us, none of us would have the ability to know Christ and to fellowship with God had we not been forgiven a great debt, right? And because we've been forgiven that great debt, we're expected to forgive others, right? We're expected to do that. You know, and if we, if we, if we, can't, if we can't get to that, that beginning place of understanding that, hey, guess what? I've fallen short. You know, I've sinned. I've messed up. I'm not worthy. And if he had not had compassion on me, if he had not forgiven me, then I would be lost. I would be dead, right? If we can't get that, then we can't have compassion for our fellow man, right? We can't, we can't give true forgiveness to our fellow man, right? We're talking about true forgiveness. We're not talking about, oh, I'll forgive you, but I'll never forget, right? That's not forgiveness. You know, forgiveness is I forgive you, and that's, it's done, right? Uh, the Lord said, I, your sins... I, I will never remember your sins. I've thrown them as far as I can throw them into the sea of forgetfulness. Right? He doesn't bring your sin up anymore. Yeah. Once he's forgiven you, your no. sin's forgiven. Right? Forgiven. Right. Yeah, we, we lost yeah. your picture, Pastor Donovan. There he is. But, but you know, so, so I guess we really have to be mindful, especially in these dark times, Right? Um, to be compassionate towards each other, our families. You know, who, who's going to take the brunt of your frustration? <laughs> those closest to you, right? Your, your family, those that are closest, yeah. Right? They're going to take the brunt of your frustration, right? And we have to be mindful of that, right? We have to be mindful of that. We have to, you know, say, Lord, you know, there's times, I'll be honest with you guys, there's times when, when I'm at work and I've had a tough day, you know, dealing with people and, I mean, with the job that I have, and... I'll come home and I'll feel that, that frustration on me. And before I even go in the house, I'll just sit in the car for five minutes and pray just so that I can get in a different mindset. So that, so that I'm, I'm, I'm being mindful that I might push that off onto my wife, you know, to my family members. You know, so times are hard right now, right? You got people losing their jobs. You got people that maybe don't have as much food in their homes. You got... You know, you can't leave the house. You're, you're all cramped into the house for, for, uh, for over and over. You know, for day after day after week after week, you, you, you're yeah, kind of cramped yeah. together. And, and you can get frustrated with each other. All right? You can get frustrated with each other. You know, and then, and then you can lash out. Right? Things can be said or, or, or done because of frustration. All right? And we have to be mindful of that. That's the compassion that, that God is talking about. Because guess what? None of us are perfect. None of us are the daisies to be around every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Frustrated, yeah. Especially when they're finding things for you to do every day that you don't want to do. 
<laughs> so true. We've so been, true. We've been reading the Facebook things. So too all all those all those uh all those tasks that you guys have had uh it's a great opportunity to do those tasks to get those jobs done, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if we love if we love Jesus, right? If we're men of God, if we're being yeah. made into the image of Christ, right? Which is which should be our desire, right, as men, then we should, we should have the compassion, or we should at, at least um, be mindful that we're called to be compassionate, right? We're called to forgive, right? We're called to show mercy uh, to others, you know? And, and when we don't do that, um, we're grieving the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. You know, we're grieving the spirit, and... I mean, I, I truly believe that, you know, it's when times are hard, right? You know that old saying, um, what is it? Is it when the, when the times are tough, the tough get going or something like that? What? Yeah, going, going gets tough, the tough get going. Yeah. Right, so yeah, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. So, so if, if, I, if I flip that up and I, and I say when, when the hard times start rolling, the faith get moving... The faithful get moving, right? That's those are those that are showing compassion for their fellow man. Those are those that are forgiving yeah. even in hard times, even in the struggle, right? That are showing mercy to each other um, and showing the light of Christ within their lives during the hard times, during the dark times, right? Yeah. During the yeah. pandemics, during the yeah. during the the loss of wages, during you know the the you know. Uh, you don't have enough food in your home, you know, you can't pay the bills, whatever that is, um, not allowing that to overcome you, but allowing what what Jesus did on the cross to overcome you. You know? These these are the times, in, in my opinion, these are the times, right? And we've talked about this, guys. Um, these are the times where the rubber meets the road, right? Where, you know, the talk is great, but... Action is going to speak louder than words in these times. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. And, you know, and, and for us for us to say, you know what, Lord, if this is the testing field, then I'm ready to be tested. You know, I'm yep. ready. I'm ready to show you that, you know, everything you've poured into me, everything that you've put into me, everything you've called me to be, I'm ready to be tested in this area. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not an easy, easy, not an easy place to be. Not at all. No. And, and, you know, you'll find the majority of of the men in the Bible that got to that place had to go through quite a a traumatic experience or, or, you know, some type of spiritual beatdown. You know, you you think about people, you know, in the Bible who were resistant to the plan of God in their life and, and they had to they had to come to that place it, it wasn't something the majority of the instances in the Bible they're not you know immediately willing to to be in that place to be in that position amen but once you're there once you're there you know you, you realize you know how uh, who was it? Was it Paul that said it was good for me to have been afflicted? Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. because that was what he said. He 
says it was good for me to be afflicted because yeah. now I know your ways. I know, you know, who you yeah. are. That's and, right. You know, I mean, honestly, it's not it's not something that we that naturally rolls off the tongue for me yeah. to to rejoice or or be glad about the things that that literally broke me down. True. But once you're but once you're there, <laughs> you know, ah. it's it's a good place. Amen. You know, yeah, you know what God said to Paul, don't you? My grace is sufficient for you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So That's true. Right. That's so true. Yeah. You know, it's it's usually it's usually on the other side of these things that we look back and we say, "Wow, God grew me in that in that time." You know, my faith grew in that time. You know, my closeness with God increased in that time. You know, you, you, the thing is, faith can't grow, right? Faith cannot grow without struggle. I mean, what is faith without struggle? Right. If you don't have struggle, you don't need faith because you don't have any problems. You don't have nothing to have to put right. your faith in, right? But struggle, struggle increases faith. Struggle produces faith, right? So in these in these times that we're in, right, with everybody being afraid and worried about you know catching the coronavirus and and, and all of this, I'm right? <laughs> our faith has to stand strong. Yeah, it does. You know, God's really been speaking to me about this uh, lately. You know, uh, this, this just our faith, man, and just, you know, um, I'm actually going to be speaking on Thursday about it. My sermon is going to be called "By Faith." Right? Yeah. You know, because I mean, we have to, we have to, uh, we have to stand strong in these times, and and all of these things that we talked about, guys. Humility, you know, staying in a place of humility, you know, during the hard times is is a struggle for us. It's a struggle for us to do it when times are good. Never mind, you know, when times are hard. You know, That's right. and you know, being compassionate for each other, showing mercy and forgiveness for each other, it's a tough enough thing to do when things are good. Never mind when things yeah, are hard, sure right? When yeah. struggles are tough, when yeah. when there's fear and 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 you know, paranoia uh, all over the place. You know, it's hard for us as men. You know, true. but we're called. Here's the thing. You know, Jesus. Jesus doesn't. He doesn't say, "Hey, you know, I expect this of you only when it's easy." <laughs> Right? Yeah. He said, I expect this of you all the time because this is what I've done. This is what I've done. I've... Dad? Yep. Pastor West, what you said earlier about uh, uh, being tested in all of these things and being ready to be tested for all of these things, I mean, this is the perfect time during this pandemic and being. Uh, in your house and, you know, being more uh, slowed down where everything, has, everything around us is slowed down because our activity is restricted. Now's the time for, I go back to another friend of mine, my friend Clint Eastwood, right? A man's got to know his limitations. A man's got to know his limitations. And uh, he's got he's to know his limitations and he has to test himself on those limitations to reverse the limitations that he has and that he knows he has. So he has to be constantly <clears throat> testing himself to get away from those limitations while he's, especially now, while we have the opportunity to do it. Amen. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, my I think... List is, my list is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. 
Yeah, I, you know, I, I think in, in these times, right, um, you know, John hits on something. So when when we're when we're uh stuck inside, right? When when uh-huh. when we have a lot of extra time on our hands, right? Uh now more than ever is an, a great opportunity for us to kind of dig deep inside of us and and say, Lord, show me, show me where I've gone wrong. Show me my fault. Show me the sin that are in my heart that I might, that I might repent of them, that I, that I might, you know, renew myself within you. Right. Um, so that we can, so that we can, uh, we can strengthen that, that bond. There's a great opportunity to strengthen your relationship with God. It's a great opportunity to go deeper. Right. You know, and, and as, as we go deeper, he's going to pull out those, those areas in our lives where we're weak. Right, he's gonna pull out those areas in our lives where we struggle, right? And and don't when that when that happens, don't uh, don't get frustrated, don't uh, you know, don't um, get angry, you know. But but say thank you, Lord, and and show me how to fix it. Show me which way I need to go, you know. I, and that's even a wrong statement. Show me how to fix it because it's not even up. We can't fix it, right? You fix it for me, Lord. Fix it, fix it for me that I might walk in the in the right way, you know. And that's the thing, you know, with, with, there's no way that you or I or anyone can be compassionate and show forgiveness and mercy without the help of the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. That's right. That's right. Amen to yeah. that. You know, he's the, one, yeah. he's the one convicting us. He's the one showing us where we go wrong. He's the one revealing our faults to us, right? Um, and he's the one that'll, that'll say, hey, hey, John. That's a John four, a John five at this point, right? <laughs> hey, hey, John, you know, just right there in that moment, you could have had a little bit more compassion. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, 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 Alan, maybe right there in that moment, you could have had some mercy. You know, hey, hey, Bob, maybe right there in that moment, you could have shown some forgiveness, right? Yeah. And and then it's for us to say, you're right, Lord, please forgive me, and then step into that place, right? Step into that place. You know, you know what the thing is that 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 prevents us from from stepping into those places. Does anybody know what what it is? What it is that prevents us from doing it? Does anybody know? Fear sometimes. Yeah, Number one, number one answer, right there, right. If we were on Family Feud, Pastor Donovan, you would have got the one number one answer. Fear. 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 I was going to say that. Yeah. Fear is the main fear in this thing. (laughs) And and that's what I was going to say, fear. (laughs) But no, it is. It's fear, right? Number one. Number one answer is fear, right? Because we're afraid, right? Whether, you know, and it might not be an, an overt fear, that you're actually, you know, kind of experience, but it's a deep down inside. It's it's a, it's a hesitation. It's a fear that you know what, um, this might not be received well. You know, um, this might make me look bad. Um, you know, it might be some pride in there, too. Some pride in there that's saying, you know, I I won't I won't um I won't do this. You know, because they did this to me. You know, you know. But whenever whenever that that little thing, that little green monster kind of rises up in me, you know, and I say, how dare they? Or when I think and I say, man, they did this to me. Why should I? Right. I think of, I think of Jesus, right? 
He didn't do nothing. He didn't do nothing. He was perfect, right? He was perfect. He didn't do anything. But yet he died for me, right? All the sins yeah. of the world he bore, but yet he died for me, right? How often, how often have we made God mad? How often have we offended God, offended his spirit, but yet he forgives us? But yet he shows mercy on us, right? If God was, if God, if God was like any of us, man, we, none of us would be here because we would have been smited a long time ago. Right? But, but he hasn't. He's forgiven us. So when that happens in me, I think, man, man, I, I'm a wretch myself, you know, and, and I need forgiveness. So who am I not to forgive? Who am I not to have compassion for my fellow man? Who am I? Because I'm worse than this person. You know, like the tax collector at the wall praying, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm the worst. I, I, I'm not even worthy of looking up at you and praying to you, right? You know, just, just having that, that heart, right? Having that mindset and that heart, you know, and say, Lord, forgive me. You know, I, I, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Uh, you know, guys, we're all blessed. Every single one of us. Right. And I, I can guarantee you that that yeah. statement is absolutely true. Right. Yes. That we're yeah. all super, super blessed. Right. Because we're all one. Yeah. One, we're all sitting in places of comfort. Yeah. You know, two, I, I, I'm looking at everybody's face. No one looks uh, deprived and, and, starvate and starved. <laughs> right. You know, and. and <laughs> you might have lost a little weight, but that's because you were fasting. <laughs> you know, and, and none of us, none of us, none of us seem to be sick, right? So, so we're super, super blessed, right? Amen, amen. You know, and, and because of that, right, you know, what's, what's, ex what's given to those that's given, more is expected, right? That's right. There's more that's expected of us because we've been given so much. Right. I mean, it'd be great to have our Saturday morning uh, discussions and to, you know, leave the discussion feeling pretty good about ourselves and just move on. Right. But but there's something expected of you. I can I can guarantee you guys that today. Right. And I might be speaking prophetically that today you're going to have to show compassion somewhere. You're going to have to show forgiveness or mercy somewhere in your life today. Right, and this is gonna all come back because God's gonna gonna want to see us and test us in this. Amen. You know. Amen. Oh, Trust me, I hate to speak it to, on your lives, man. It says, "Oh God." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh. Especially you, Ed. joined us late but he's here in the garage he looks like 20 years younger doesn't he yeah absolutely 
thrown out. I thought his pants were Because the, the, the mask conforms to my feet now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. If I may, since you're all acknowledging me, is, uh, you know, I, I did chime in late and get caught on a little bit. Uh, you know, God has been giving us gifts. You know, yeah. all these struggles and all these things that we're going through, they're all counted as gifts. Yeah. These gifts. When we get gifts, what do we do with gifts? We open them. We need to open these yeah. gifts up. Amen. If you don't open the gifts up, they're just going to be stored up in the dusty old packages and, uh, and festering into wrong things. Hmm. Troubles. They need to be opened up and worked on and with the compassion and humility need to be uh, pushed on. Amen. You also, open these packages you got to make sure that the package that you open, when you open it, it's empty when you're done. A lot of times we throw that package out and there's something missing doing that package. you got to make sure that that package is completely empty before you uh, move on to the next one. Uh, the reason why I'm saying that because uh, we, on this job that I was on, the electricians are installing all the new light fixtures on this job and uh, they're all up. The, the Boxes and everything is all out in the trash. The, the owner came down and pointed something out at one of the lights. Oh, there's something missing on this light. And said, oh, no, it's done. Sure enough, there was something left in that package. It would have been tossed in the garbage. He went there. Sure enough, it was in there. He took it out and installed it on the light. That's what made me talk about this now. We've all, these things are gifts. And uh, open them up, evaluate them, work on them, and make sure it's completely empty when we're done. Amen. Amen. Good word, Raj. Hey, um, guys, you know, I just want to apologize. I want to uh, introduce you guys uh, to Alan. I don't know if you guys ever met Alan before. I don't know if you can see his picture, but um, if you guys just show, uh, show Alan some love. Alan, thanks for tuning in today. Um, you know, as Raj was as Raj was, was talking, you know... Uh, How many Johns are here? There's like five Johns. Way too many. It's like five: John Simino, John Martino, John Rubiano, <laughs> John Cambio. <laughs> if you notice, they all end in like O's. John Martino, John Simino. How many more? John passed to us. Yeah. That's all. That's all the Italians. You know, they 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 John. John was like one of the biggest names. Oh no! He used to be Peter or Paul. Yeah, you know, they, I just I just realized that they all end in O. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. The Lord isn't perfect. Hey. How you doing, Alan? Alan, how are you? Hi. How are you? I'm good. Nice meeting you. Awesome. Hey, so as Raj was talking, right, um, just a thought came to mind, right? I don't know if this is from the spirit or not, but um, as as we're going through this uh, pandemic, right, uh, we're gonna be pre- we're gonna be presented with opportunities, right? And and you know, opportunity is something that it's kind of it's kind of a fickle thing, opportunity, right? Because if you take opportunity, if you take hold of opportunity, you could go far. But if you let opportunity pass you by, 
you can find yourself in ruin, right? And and I kind of I kind of felt like you know as Roger's talking, it's weird. Spirit just it flashes things like, and you get so much information in just one little bite, right? Now imagine that there's a warehouse, right? And when you go to heaven, right? There's a warehouse full of boxes that were your opportunities that you missed, right? The opportunities that you didn't take advantage of, right? That if you had taken advantage of, would have brought you, would have made you soar higher than you ever could have imagined, right? I don't know about you guys, but I want to take advantage of every opportunity, right? If the Lord presents me with an opportunity to speak to someone about him, if he presents me with an opportunity to pray for someone, if he presents me with an opportunity to use a gift, right? Like Roger said, right? Look, exhaust that gift. Use it until you can't use it no more, right? If, if he presents us with opportunities, right, then it's our responsibility to take hold of those opportunities, right? I don't want later on when I'm seeing him face to face for him to say, you know, Wes, I presented you with all these opportunities to glorify my name and you never took advantage of it. Right, um, that that would hurt me to my core, right? That would hurt me to my core, you know. Um, and and being compassionate towards each other, towards our fellow man, man, what a great opportunity, man, to show God's light. You know, what a great opportunity, you know, to 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 show mercy to others in these dark times. I mean, there's so much darkness in the world because everybody's just so afraid and so worried. For someone to show light. It would stand out like it would stand out like crazy, right? Like if you were on the top of the mountain, and the whole world could see you. The light would, would be radiating from you, right? To show your light in these times, man. What a, what an opportunity hey, we have, guys, right? Hey, Wes, what's more what's more compassionate than uh, introducing somebody to Jesus Christ? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So yeah. true. So true. <laughs> so true. Hey. Hey, so I don't, I don't know, like, you know, are you guys getting out or, or if you're just kind of stuck in, um, in the house, you know, but if you have, but all of us have phones, right? And, 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 and everybody's phone is probably tons of contacts, right? Probably some people that you haven't talked to in years and years, right? But you still got their number in your phone, right? I, I want to challenge you. Start to, start to go through your phone list, your contacts, right? And those... Friends of yours, those, those guy friends of yours that you haven't spoken with in a while. Reach out. Say, hey, you know what? The Lord put it on my heart to say hi, man. See how you're doing. How you doing in this time? You know, what's going on? Are you okay? You know, um, checking in on you, right? Yeah. Um, so that, you know, because you, you never know, right? Like we said last week, you know, it's not good for man to be alone. And, and who might be sitting there feeling, you know, alone, feeling lost, right? Getting that call or that text yeah. from you. Saying, hey, I'm thinking about you. Yeah, we Would change everything. You know? Yeah. Could change everything. You know, not only that, you're showing your light of Christ. So so don't let being stuck in a house be your excuse. Right? There's tons of opportunity out there for us. Yeah. Right? And um and when you do, when you do have an opportunity to show, I'm telling you, today, guys. You're gonna have you're gonna have an opportunity to be compassionate. <laughs> I, I'm sorry that I spoke that on your life, man, but it's gonna happen, right? Show God that 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 you heard. Get past it, Donovan. Yeah. No, I was just about to say 
I now I've, I've not left the house all week, and I actually have to go to Lowe's today. And now oh. you're you saying this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wear your mask. Uh, I, I, I'd like to say something here. Um, Roger, when he was talking about the packages, I will. I'm going to say to everybody how I wound up here and for. My whole life, I've been a very verbally abusive man. In fact, I'm in a 26-year marriage where last Saturday I blew up again, and I do that every couple of months. Oh, oh. And I'm at my wit's end here, but when Roger was talking, he, he, he was talking in a different direction, but God was speaking to me that, and I don't know if I can say this without crying, but... There's some packages in me that I need to empty. Yeah. Well, Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen, brother. And we all, I think we all do. <laughs> I think I just want to thank yeah. you, Wes, for inviting me to this meeting. Um, but I just want to be honest with you guys that I am not the person that I presented when I came the first two times to the church. And... Yeah. You know what? You know what, Alan? You know, I I can honestly say to you right now that you're probably closer to God in this very moment than you've ever been before. Absolutely. Right? Than you've ever been before, man. You know, and and, hey, the the Spirit put it on your heart to be here, man. You answered the Spirit. You came on, right? And God's speaking to you, man. So, you know, just stay connected, man. Stay close. You know, um, like I told you before, you know, find someone that you can connect with. You know, I don't know if, if any of you guys would be willing to connect with Alan. I'm available. All right, Roger. Hey, and Alan, Roger's a great guy to, to let you know about Mark Men and all of that, right? To get you to a 44-hour weekend. Um, and, and you know, uh, God can God will do great work in you, man. You just just continue to trust him. Continue to, to, to be vulnerable to him, you know? We appreciate your, your transparency, man. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Alan. I, uh, John Seminole. I've been there, and I just want you to know that uh, no matter what we were raised, being told, it takes a man to cry, okay? And when yeah. you cry, those, yeah. tears, those tears and those emotions coming out, that's you emptying those packages that you said you need to empty. Yeah, so yeah, go back to don't back away from it, my friend. Go, go straight forward and keep pursuing them. Keep yes, letting sir. those tears out because that's the Lord changing you and emptying those packages. Yeah. That you want. yeah. Yeah. So, Alan, Alan, what I'll do is I'll I'll send I'll send Roger your contact information, and um, okay, thank you. that way Roger can reach out to you. And and hey, if any other guys, any of you other guys want to reach out, let's let's uh. Let's just embrace Alan, you know, and it's just, you know, show love yeah. on him. And, um, yeah. Thank you. You can send me his number, Pastor. Okay. Yeah. We'll do. Yeah. Do you mind, Alan? No, I, I'm, 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 I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll send yeah. it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, and also, I mean, Alan, um, feel free to, to call me and I'll be checking in on you too um, to just... See how you're doing, man. You know, um, because God is in this, 
and he's he's doing the work. I can see it. I can see it, right? Um, hallelujah. You know what? It's nine o'clock, guys, and I don't wanna I don't wanna keep you past the hour. Um, so, uh, uh, Pastor Donovan, would you lead us out in prayer? Oh, not, not. I hope, I hope not. It's also, it's also for the, the mighty, mighty Dallas Cowboys. Oh, boy. Jeez. Okay, got it. Well, the Bible says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Yeah. And so I thank God for this time that we've had for us yeah. to come together and, and oh, so that, nice. that uh, even though we're all in these separate little windows, we're, we're still yeah. united in the spirit. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, I I pray even now, Father, that you would continue to show your love toward us, even as we show love yeah. and compassion to one another. Oh, God, we know that, that there are people out there who are going through various things. So many situations are, are coming up to different people. But God, we thank you right now, first and foremost, that you have kept each and every one that is on this call safe. No one is sick. No one is in harm, Lord God. So we realize that it was because of your mercies that we were not consumed, even though there's a clear because of us. So now, Father, we ask right now that you would just continue to keep your hedge of protection around about us. Oh, a hedge of protection, yes. Would bless uh, uh, each and every one of the brothers that is on this call and that you yes. would show forth that when we emerge and we rise from even this thing that keeps us separated. But God, we ask that you would just give us the grace that we need to make it to, to see the other side of this thing. And so, God, as we as we continue to to pray for one another, we ask that you would just watch over and keep our pastor West, Lord God, and all of the brothers that are on this call. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in today to today's Rally Point Men's Meeting. And we uh, we really appreciate the fact that you tune into our podcast and uh, we pray that you continue to tune in and we pray that the spirit of God and that Jesus himself will continue to reveal to you the truths that you may be the man that God's called you to be. So be compassionate, show mercy and forgiveness to your fellow man. And uh, we love you here at Rally Point and we uh, we really respect you. If you want to uh, get more involved, you can go to our website, rallypointmensministry.com uh, or you can check us out on Facebook. All right, be blessed. Mighty men.